Yo, yo, I go by the name of the almighty Soul Blaze, and y'all tuning in to Crush A Lot Podcast, word, uh, welcome to the Crush A Lot Show, where we celebrate and educate our hip-hop, all about flow, but on the culture and the things that we know, war raps, throw beats on the forefront, that's bound to just blow, your mind into the breeze, one-on-one, sending to cheese, the hip-hop scholar dropping knowledge like it's degrees, voice heard across seas when they building on facts, Wise words from Sir Love, they bring it on back Everything is on wax for the hip-hop leaders Crush a lot, the first lady introducing Kalina Break down your favorite bangers, only dope permitted Represent the five boroughs where the dope is living Only the real we give it, everything else is irrelevant Crush a lot with hip-hop, live like a settlement Take it like an ailment, it's food for the soul Crush a lot, you're tuning in, now you're all in the zone World Welcome back Crush a lot podcast. I'm your boy Cheese. As always, my right hand man, Sir Loveday. Sir Loveday, how are you? Feeling great. Uh, even though I burned at least one degree of my skin off, it's I'm okay. still alive and I'm feeling good. Yeah, New York City going through the heat wave right now. We're gonna lose all that water weight and we're gonna look gorgeous by the end of the week. Uh, speaking oh, yeah. of wonderful, gorgeous people, Kalina, the bodyguard. How are mm-hmm. you? Mm-hmm. I'm doing good. No, no sniffles, no sinuses today. Hopefully, it's smooth today. Right. The, sn- the sniffles nice. are a part of the show. People get used to it. Um, <laughs> one, we want to thank everybody, everybody who has been checking out the show in a big, small, even casual way. Um, hopefully, you've been uh, enjoying what we've been giving to you. Shout out to V Don. Shout out to Stu Banger. Thank Fifth, uh, Bam Beats for gracing us on and their time being on the show is is definitely been great to have you guys and just hearing about everything you've been working at working on and looking forward to a lot of project v don's new stuff coming like literally like in two weeks so that's been great and and special shout out to really to kalina for making that happen that's that was her month to do it and she came in in spades so you know shout out to you and we and, and it doesn't stop right uh, we That's have right. we got Rome Streets on this episode. Um, one of the best uh, lyrical MCs on the come up right now. Not in come up for us because we've been aware of him, but for people who are new, he's he's definitely someone you should check out. Street Pharmacy is out now, and he's pre-ordering the vinyls. I already pre-ordered mine, so definitely check out that interview. We talk about how he started his rhyme style. Um, how he got in contact with um, uh, Farmer Beats uh, and how the business works from someone on nice. his level. Like, how does he make money? The business. Mm-hmm. We always talk about the music, but how does he get paid off this? Um, yeah. We break that all down. Uh, but this is really going to focus on not only Rome Street, but also DJ Premier. And anybody who knows anything mm-hmm. about hip-hop, DJ Premier has been one of the best, or if not the best, hip-hop producer of all time and he's been around since probably the late 80s until now Mm -hmm. Uh, it's 2018 he's still putting out fire tracks um so we're gonna try our best to fumble through (laughs) our top or favorite three primo beats now this is not a definitive definitive list by any chance this will change by the end of the week Mm-hmm. <laughs> as most things in hip hop conversations do. Mm-hmm. So we'll try our best to, uh, 
tell you what we think and why we and why we think that way. And then we want to hear from you on Twitter, which you have already. Um, let us know what your three DJ Premier beats are, and hopefully we'll get you on the show to talk about it later. But let's go right into it. Um, Sir Love Day. Yes. Brooklyn Heat going down on you. What is it? I don't know. If, do we want to rank this? Are we doing it three, two, one? Are we yeah, just saying? Yeah, we just yeah. yeah it's, see too, it's too hard. I'm looking at the list now, and I can't say oh one is better than two or three. So I feel like we should just say yeah, um. These are three of our favorite premiere tracks. We're not going to say one, two, or three because this is just blasphemy. Uh, we could just tie yeah. a bunch of them together. But saying that, Sir Love Day, what is one of your favorite? Beat. See, I'm gonna, I keep wanting to say top. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's it's super 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 difficult. You know, when we first started talking with this, uh, I was like, no, this is disrespectful. We can't give Primo three. We got to give Primo like four episodes and do five songs an episode just to get through Primo's heat. Uh, but uh, the the one I'm gonna go with uh, in this particular slot for me, I did do a little bit of ranking. Because I kind of already know what my top five is. Um, so there's a little bit of ranking for me. Um, but the one I'm going with right here is a split. It's a tie, ladies and gentlemen. It's a tie between He's cheating. Come clean. It was DJ Premier oh, yeah. is already making us cheat. Yes, this is what Primo does to you. It's a tie between Come Clean and Hip Hop. Uh, so Come Clean, which is a record by J. Rude the Damager. Oh, give me um, a fucking break. <laughs> <laughs> which uh, DJ Premier samples Infinity uh, by Shelly Man, pulls a little small section out, loops it real quick, and just kills. Um, so that record's huge, huge for me, uh, just because it was one of those trademark moments for, for Prem. And really help stamp him um, and remind people how great he is. Uh, and then, of course, Hip Hop, which is one of the great hip hop records. This one by Royce the Five Nine, uh, where he samples this very small section of a soundtrack, uh, for theme song, uh, and turns it into this classic, classic record. Simple premiere style stuff, you know, some simple loops, but he takes very small pieces. Adds a lot of environment to him, adds a lot of ambiance to him, uh, and pulls in some great drums. And these songs are songs that just immediately make me stop what I'm doing. And as ill as the lyrics are in both of these, the beats are a huge part of the focus for me. Just replaying the drums and, and replaying the sample and just listening to how it's flipped and all of that is just great. Love it, love it, love it. Simple loops, but they're great. Those are my first picks and my my dual third slot. Dual is like trying to rank my favorite ex. <laughs> it yeah. doesn't matter. <laughs> you know, it just doesn't matter. It's in the past. Um, Kalina, the bodyguard, what do you got? So he actually took, <laughs> he took one of the songs that I had, which was also Come Clean. He is from Brooklyn. He does take this. And yeah. there was no way that I wasn't going to pick that amongst so many other songs that I could have picked. But that one, it it really, it really helped 
Jeru come to come to light. Like you got to see who he was and what he sounded like. He was really, really he just sounded really aggressive, really, really grimy and the song matched that and and you know primo i think he was talking describing the song and he said it himself he was like well i didn't really need to add so much to it because his voice and the way he was rapping just made the song what it was and i think i think it's in the hook they have like a like this rough like onyx sample on it so it's the way he described it was raw and it sounded raw so that was also one of mine and we're we're gonna have to we're gonna have to keep it at that, and I'll tell you the next two next. <laughs> yeah, I think with J. Rue, we gotta probably do something on J. Rue because he needs a lot more love. I know people talk about his main singles, but both his like first two no, albums. No, he had an out. He had outstanding yeah, albums. Albums from front to back, both That's of them, and right. he's still doing some work now. So we'll we'll definitely uh, do a focus on him sometime soon. I'm gonna go into one of my uh, top three. Obviously, this was very hard. Um, um, Sir Love, they uh, just put the fan down. Now it's coming in. Now I hear it. <laughs> I'm not editing that, people. I am not editing. You get it the way you get it. Sniffles and fans and all. Um, <laughs> sorry about my voice. I had a long day at work. <laughs> um, so, yeah, this is this is tough. I, and I still I'm still not cemented on what I want to put out there. But uh, mm-hmm. the track that keeps coming into my head. Not only because mm-hmm. the lyrics and the artist means a lot to me, but because this beat shouldn't actually work. Like, mm-hmm. when I first heard this beat, and I'm going to make you wait for the reveal, mm-hmm. I was like, what is this? And why is this <laughs> so awkwardly good and awkwardly <laughs> thumping? And I'm talking about most deaf on um mathematics um mathematics is one of those beats that should not work <laughs> yeah i'm hearing it right now ding 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 and and you know any hip hop track that makes the bassline the most important instrument in the song is ballsy the bass is a complementary instrument. <laughs> it is not the feature. <laughs> and the bass line is the feature in this track. Mm-hmm. That's ballsy. And it's, it's an awkward funk. beat because it it's not it's it's just not a traditional bass line whatsoever. It's not groovy. It do, it's not raw. It's not mm-hmm. like it's not like Flea is uh, from Red Hot Chili is smacking it up. No, this is like shouldn't. This is what someone like warms up to jams to, and it just it's like he was recording someone jam, and he's like, yeah, I like that. I, I can make that work. My dude was showing off. He was showing off. It shouldn't have worked. And and that bass line with all the other weird percussion elements to it. Is one of my favorite premiere tracks because he was definitely outside of his typical norm, but it still was a DJ premiere track. He still mm-hmm. had the cuts. He had the ghost villa, the ghost face killer cut in there. He had the scratches, and then you had most deaf, 
who cemented that as one of the greatest hip-hop songs of all time. So definitely check out Mathematics. It is awkwardly good, and that's probably the best way I like my music. It's it's not mm-hmm. your standard DJ Premier track, and that's why I love it so much. So Mathematics, most F DJ Premier. Um, Sir Love Day. Yes, indeed. Um, now that I won this conversation already... Um, mind you, we uh, Kalita put this up on Twitter like literally like an hour before we recorded, so we're time right. stamping this a little bit. Not, a lot of people didn't put that up. If not, I didn't see anybody actually. I seen the com- some of the common stuff. I didn't see the mathematics, and that was a little surprising. So maybe I'm alone in this. May- or maybe yeah. they didn't know. Maybe they didn't know. There's a couple of songs that you would never assume that he that that he does or that he produced. So maybe. That just, yeah. you know, it could be that head. we forget how many he actually have. Which like, was what happened mm-hmm. to me. And I was like, very oh, true. shit. This is true. Very true. But I'm not backing off. My is very heavy I'm not going to back off. And R&B. I'm the villain of the group. I get the hate mail. I'll, I'll, I'll write it out. <laughs> uh, Sir Love Day, what do you got as your, <laughs> as your next uh, favorite? Uh, so these next two were the easiest choices because they are always on my list of greatest beats of all time. Uh, and also, clearly, of course, amongst my high, high list of Primo, who I think is the greatest producer of all time. Uh, so, it's easy for me to pick what this one was going to be, because I always talk about it, uh, if I'm really talking about beats in detail. It's so perfect, the title is perfect, uh, the beat is amazing, it contains this great uh, Joe Chambers sample, that's just just filthy how he just snatched that out and looped it so beautifully uh and it contains so many different elements from great hip-hop contains a piece from eric b and rakim's mahogany uh contains so much just amazing resources that prem just pulls in and creates this environment and this sound envelope that's just perfectly fits what Nas needed. And uh, of course, I'm talking about New York State of Mind. Uh, it's one of the greatest beats of all time. Uh, I, I won't hear any discussion that it isn't. It's without a doubt one of those. And it has such an amazing balance of the brilliance of that beat and how much you could spend, you know, 10 listens just listening to how amazing it is and just enjoying how it feels. And of course it just happens to be on such a song with such an MC who was delivering, you know, with such vigor at that time that you could actually spend another 20 listens, just listening to the lyrics and just letting the the beat take the background. But it's so super, super balanced where you don't have one overpowering the other, despite how great both were. Uh, and it's, cemented into my mind it always pulls me from whatever mood i'm in into the mood to be able to listen to and enjoy it and you don't always get that some songs are really 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 good but you're just not in the mood to listen to them at certain times and they just can't get you out of whatever funk you're in this one does it every single time i'm always amazed at how he knew exactly what part to sample for that one because that particular uh joe chamber song mind rain is full of sample fodder and could be pulled in a million different ways where people made a good choice and he made a classic 
with New York State of mind. Okay, maybe you won this one. I, I, I retract <laughs> it. I retract. So far, you got the throne. I, I, I forgot about that one. And, um, I'm going to take myself off the show. Mm-hmm. And we need a new third man for the show. So we'll take applications <laughs> after the show. Uh, yes. Kalina, um, are you on the same boat with Sir Love Day again? Or do you have something different? Well, I am on the same boat in terms of the artist. But Re- rest in peace, Nas. Song. Rest, rest in peace. No, he's still alive and well because oh, this, this, us talking about it, us talking about him right now brings okay. it, definitely brings him back to life. So I picked um, Nas, I Gave You Power. There was no way that I wasn't going to pick that song just off the strength that he literally personifies a gun. But, you, I mean, the way that he goes about it in this song, it just makes it so much more powerful. <laughs> and it's spooky, too. It's spooky, too, because throughout the song, you hear this like kind of like creepy jazz type of like fusion of things, of sounds. And then it has this falling piano. The beat is so hard. It's so hard. So this, these are one of those songs that no matter what you're doing, you can always listen to it. And it's always hard. So I definitely had to put it on there, uh, amongst other things. I mean, this was a very difficult um, top three to make because, I, I mean, yeah, we I, I could have picked Biggie. I could have picked Kick in the Door. I could have picked Unbelievable because I love Biggie. But I definitely wanted to go with I Gave You Power. Yeah, no, that, that that's a good, good choice. You know what I'm learning? The more we through the podcast how distinctly different our opinions are about things <laughs> and how we communicate that Kalina like goes right to it there's no like embellishing it this is my opinion <laughs> so I love that you're so articulate and then I'm like yeah I'm not articulate I'm just going to bounce it whichever way that comes into my aloof head um, that's a great one and uh you know, maybe the Resurrector could bring back Nas's career, and uh, <laughs> and we could talk about him again. But we hope so. Those early days of Nas were something special. Uh, I'm gonna go mm-hmm. into my my one of my favorite premiere tracks that I remembered. <laughs> um, sorry for the Barry White voice. It's for my female <laughs> audience that love me and write <laughs> fan fiction about me. A shout out to you. I see you online, boo. <laughs> um, keep writing those fan fictions um, It's Rappers Are In Danger Rappers Are In Danger KRS-One DJ Premier Man when right. KRS-One Exited the 80's And uh, started working with some of the other Hot producers in the In the game at that moment And he was doing more of his solo stuff Kind of leaving back like the Skylar Rock kind of production and Marley Marl kind of production and just moving to the next phase of where hip hop was going with the nineties movement. Kyrus one was there and he was there in mm-hmm. man to anchor it down. And he sure. is one of he has one of those albums that is just kicks. And Rappers Are in Danger is 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 one of those tracks that I don't know who helped who on that one. I don't know if it was KRS-One that made that beat just sing 
or premiere that really gave KRS One a lot more credibility in it. I don't know which one it was. Now I always respected Chris, but he's, he's a lot of people can't hang with him, so they hate on him. It's a weird thing, this hip hop thing. But Premier came through with one of these classic moments where it was you can it was like a suspension of time when I first heard it because it was one of those things where I kind of slept on Karis one early on. You know, I was in my Mob Deep Wu Tang kind of, mm. and it was one of those times where I heard it playing out loud, and I remember it was playing out loud. Uh, some, some guy was playing it and he was on the stoop and I'm like, the beat was just, just, just something that froze me. And I had to stop. Yo, what, what song is that? That's Karis one. Like, well, when did this album drop? Like three days ago. And I turned right, right back around, went up the block to the music center up in Sunset Park. And I'm like, do you have this album? Like, yes. Right. And then I bought it off the strength of just listening to it for like five seconds. And that speaks up, and not for KRS One for that beat. Mm-hmm. Rappers are in danger, right. and he had the balls, KRS, to let other MCs shout him out in the beginning of the song. Yep. Before the beat drops, for a good minute and a half, all the best MCs at that time shouting out KRS One, and then when the song starts, he says, "Rappers are in danger." So everyone that shouted him out, he went afterward, after, right <laughs> after they shouted him out. That's ballsy. And I guess that's the, what I like about these two tracks is like, they're audacious. They're, 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 they're like, I don't give a shit. You could, I, I didn't tell you I was going to blast you on the same song you shot me out in. Wow. Did Premier know this? Did he co-sign this? Cause he's co-signing this. And he gave him a slapping beat. That's what we, that's the word. I use the word right. Slapping. That's what they say now. <laughs> slapping. I don't know what they're saying. Um, Miami. But that, know. it knocked. And, uh, that's for me, my number two. Um, and, and let the intro play. Don't just, if you look for it in YouTube, <laughs> let the intro play and let the beat knock you when it comes in. Fantastic. Rappers are in danger. R and the N. They, they didn't have the budget <laughs> for the rest of the letters. No, <laughs> which is not after you, paying premiere. No, not after paying premiere. That's correct. Um, That's let's spin it back around to our last ones. This is just a sample, guys. We we could go on for hours about this. Thank you for checking out the show. Subscribe, SoundCloud, iTunes, podcast app, Google Play, Podbean. Um, we're in the process of getting on Spotify, but then picky as hell, man. And uh, so, yeah, we'll get there eventually. I think maybe in a few weeks we'll be up there. But thank you for checking out the show. So, Love Day, your last favorite yes. DJ premiere track. Yes. Don't say yes. M.O.P. Annie up. That wasn't DJ. <laughs> yeah, don't say that. Don't do that. It's definitely not DJ. But it is don't a hot Don't do that. Tra- it's a hot track. <laughs> it's it a hot track. It but wasn't it's him. definitely, clearly not DJ premiere. And he also didn't he do broken a, language. No. Somebody else. Since it clearly has a... An audible watermark of another producer at the very beginning of the song. But anyway, uh, this particular record for me, like this one is the only part of it that's easy, uh, cause this is always in my, it's always the first song that comes to me. So I, I, I always trust that, that instinct to just go, 
that first record that comes to you that immediately rings in your head as the greatest, trust that instinct and let that be your number one pick. And this particular record has such an amazing story behind it. Um, it's both uh, super personal to me because of its history as a as a sample fiend and my history as a sample fiend. Um, and then also its history as a song when, for one, it's one of the few songs by legendary DJ Premier, by any of the real super legendary producers that's been around for, you know, 20 years and people still don't know <laughs> or can't say for certain what all the samples in it are. Um, we, we know it took us a while, but we know where all the samples for kicking the door came from. It took us a while, but we know what every part of New York state of mind is and where all of those samples came from. It took a while for a lot of jazzy Jeff stuff. And some of it, he just had to tell us. Um, but this is one of those where people are still like, I'm not sure if that's it. It might be this, it might be that. Um, and there's still some confusion over that. And Premier refuses to confirm. Uh, and it's the a great story. The bastard. Of- <laughs> <laughs> it's a great story of how it came together you know a uh, young up and coming rapper who doesn't have the bread to pay Premier um, but knows Premier and sees Premier and Derek have a great relationship and he wants a beat from Premier but he really can't afford it and Premier just goes look I'm here for a while I'll be in the studio I guess you can come on by and we'll see if we can put something together and Premier immediately puts something together really quick and <laughs> it clicks. They record. Uh, the album was supposed to, the song was supposed to sit and wait, um, for a while before it came out. And then, uh, they leak it to the radio. You know, officially, unofficially, it finds its way to the radio. <laughs> and it's supposed to be an album cut. It wasn't supposed to be a single. But as soon as any radio DJ hears this record, as any human being would, the moment you hear this, you're going to go crazy. And you're going to want to put it on. And that was, of course, unbelievable. And that was the big push to get Biggie out. And that was what kind of jump-started the engine for Bad Boy. It really made them have to go, oh, we got to get this album out. and We got to get it going. Because it hadn't been approved. Nothing was was official. But they had recorded it. And Premiere, about 30-something hours later, is on the bridge. And here's On Hot 97. <laughs> unbelievable blasted through the radio waves. And he's like, uh, I guess that's out there now. Well, there goes that. I got, um, cool. Uh, I guess we just gonna have to do it like that. And it becomes this classic, classic record. But the beat is so undeniably incredible. It's one of those that if I ever am listening to anything uh, and it comes up, if it's in a playlist, if it, you know, shuffles its way into something and I'm playing and I'm playing it on like, four at the time i'm turning it up to max volume because nothing should interrupt the full enjoyment of unbelievable because it's that good of a beat it's incredible and it's a uh it answers that one of those few questions that people have about big and his involvement in the music because he was involved in at least in one part of the production of this and choosing uh to have that r kelly sample on there he specifically asked for that requested it of dj Premier. Uh, he clearly requested a premiere beat, uh, did it all quickly in one day. Um, but it's such a, such a, such a beautiful song. It'll always be on my top. You know, it's not, that's not what made this list difficult for me. It's all of the other premiere songs and where the rest of them fall 
it's how do I not include Dwick? How do I not include Mass Appeal? Yeah. How do I not include BYS? How do I not include, you know, something to ride to? You know, some more recent records, uh, you know, that were out of the norm. How do I not include the D'Angelo, you know, Devil's Pie, uh, which was brilliant, you know, but I had to stick to what I had to stick to. Unbelievable is always very, very high on my list. One of my favorite beats of all time. Definitely probably my favorite premiere beat. Gotta love that record. Your Brooklyn bias is apparent. <laughs> <laughs> and I condemn you for it. Um, that's a great pick. Anything that, that, I, you know, that's the bad thing about Big not being around. Right? More Big and Primo together would have been yeah. great. And I think he would have kept, kept hip hop a lot more honest. <laughs> about a lot of things, but that's my opinion. What the fuck do I know? Um, <laughs> Kalina, she's uh, fighting the the sleep. It's uh, <laughs> written on her face. She's tired. These I'm running on literal fumes today. These, these Brooklyn cats want to do shit at ten thirty at night. We were no. we I got put these kids to bed. You don't want them to show up on the podcast unexpectedly. <laughs> I had to give them Nyquil. Don't report me. I didn't really do that. That's not true. I didn't do that. No one can prove I did it anyway. Uh, Kalina, one of your your last, definitely not your last last, but for the show, last DJ premiere beat. What do you? Yeah, and I, I'm so happy that you that you know, Sir Love Day picked that song because it was obviously you know going to be one. It's obviously on the list. You can't. It's unavoidable. That and uh, D'Angelo Devil's Pie, I really think that Primo was just fucking out of his mind. He was just not human when he made that song. He was definitely possessed when he made that song because it's just so, so good. So good. I just, I couldn't say, I couldn't put those, though. I, I couldn't say that as my third because I had to pick something a little bit more personal. So I picked... um gangstar uh what i'm here for i picked that particular song because when i was growing up um all of my my teen years i was skateboarding so that was what i did i just skateboarded skateboarded it was me and my best friend we would you know only two girls in this little town we were always skateboarding but what we did do we collected um like vhs tapes obviously because there was vcr back then um we used uh we would buy vhs skate tapes so we would always watch tapes, but the tapes had the best soundtracks <laughs> on them. They had the best songs. And on one segment, um, this song played. So it's so nostalgic. It's just, it just puts me in a place. It takes me back into that time. But even when I hear it now, I just wrap it from front to back. It's just great. Love it. Love Gangstar. So uh, aside from, aside from Mass Appeal, skills aside from so many other songs i could have picked this one was a personal a personal favorite a personal one for me and all my skate you know days but i'm gonna say this right now had it not been this one it definitely would have been uh crooklyn dodgers return of the crooklyn dodgers 95 <laughs> my bad i had to slip that in there 
<laughs> People have no respect no for the rules of this show. Screw the rules. Screw, Screw the, the rules. rules. Sir Love Day and Kalina, and you de- are banished. And DeWick, too. And DeWick, too. I fucking love yeah, DeWick. I can, Dwick. I can yeah, rap sure. that from front yeah. to back. Who could, and kick in the door, too. And why state of mm-hmm. mind. Just get it all in there, yeah. Kalina. Keep so going. Keep going. I couldn't yeah. help it. it. Was This was so hard. She I was really hate you for this yeah, one. But for shout out to Just to get a rap. Um, definitely. Um, man. All right. So, one shout out to the gentleman agreements for having Kalina on the show. We'd be, we'd be remiss if we didn't shout that out and go check them out. iTunes and all that good stuff. They got something pretty cool out there. Um, especially if you're looking for some new things to drink, which I always, um, and it's funny. They, mm-hmm. they were talking about, uh, uh, a rum. I forgot what it was called. Maybe Kalina, you could remember what it was, but it, it came from like Nicaragua. It was a Nicaraguan rum. And I was and like, sorry, but I drank a lot of it. So I was like, she got slurry by the end, folks. She got messy. She got a little messy <laughs> and I thoroughly enjoyed you it. You know, I don't get messy. No, I, I never know. get messy. You, she had the F bombs rolling. Like, I, also, we, we got a count. If someone could give me a count on how many F bombs she dropped, that would be greatly <laughs> I'm sorry, appreciated. I'm like that. But, um, also, on uh, while we're shouting out, I really would like to say thank you to everybody who, who gave me their top three. I know it was really hard. Thank you for leaving all the comments on Twitter. I really wanted to hear how much we had in common. And, you yeah. guys have great taste in music, so thank yeah. you so much for rep- replying, reposting. It, it's really cool. I really like to hear that. I like to see the feedback. Yeah, we like the engagement, and uh, we're, we're going to try to do that from now on. Before we record, we'll probably put, we'll leave Kalina to put it out there. I'll do the editing. Next <laughs> Kalina will do the social post. Um, but shout out to the gentlemen <laughs> agreements. We do appreciate, um, and shout out to uh, um, Hip Hop Review Podcast and. Uh, uh, Platties over at uh, Strictly Hip Hop and Basketball for having Sir, Le- Sir Love Day on and doing this special collaborative episode that we're going to be dropping soon as we do like a mini, uh, a mini documentary on the Gravedigger Six Feet Deep as we take people who grew up in that era versus new people in this era of hip hop and see where that album stands. Uh, and really trying to make a compare and contrast uh, a different tech, a different way of looking at music versus old school listeners like us and most of you versus a new generation who never heard of them and listening to the album for the first time is a very interesting conversation. So we'll definitely, uh, we're taking our time with it. It is recorded, but, and we will put that out. We are going to make it putting some bells and whistles. I'm going to go right into my number one DJ premiere, uh, one of my favorite tracks of all time. Uh, I already said this man's name. Uh, it's Karis One again off the same album, Karis One, uh, dropped in 1995, his, his self-titled album, and it's MCs Act Like They Don't Know. Um, man, what do you want me to say? I'm, I'm not biased towards KRS One. I'm, you know, this is 95 at the height of the Wu Tang era, and I was all Wu down at that point. But this is another one of those beats when I bought that album because I heard that track, um, Rappers Are in Danger, and then you go to track number three, and it's another premiere track, and it's another track that's like, this is a remarkable album, and it's only track three. It's, I'm only, I'm not even halfway <laughs> through the damn album. And it's already, and it's already, it's already like on my top greatest <laughs> albums of all time. Um, what, what do you want me to say about this album? The percussions are, are, are thick and, and graceful all at the same time. So he's messing around with some other type of percussions that should not work in there. Once again, it's like, you know, 
it's just a different way of doing things. Um, and the way he tail ends some of the kicks with these extra bells sounds like maybe triangles or maybe like not a cowbell, but like one of those bells that you put on a kindergartner for you won't lose them. It, it like rattles off at the end of the snares and it's just this heavy, heavy beat. And then you have the gracefulness and the hard punching attitude of KRS one. He was really going for it in this album. And that beat was sensational. And that why it's in my number one. Rappers are in danger got me in the door. But this one cemented it that this is definitely one of my top ten albums of all time. And a lot of it had to do with DJ Premier and what he did. I did see a lot of people put that one up, so it shouldn't be a surprise, but I had to put it up there. Um yeah, so two premiered tracks on the same album. A lot of people will probably have that if you just go with Gangstar, and that would be a safe bet. Um, so yeah, we're gonna leave it there. Stay tuned right now. We're, you know, don't cut it off. We're done with our list. But right now we're gonna drop the interview with Rome Streets. Um, and we want you to really wait and, and listen to and get to know him. He's, he's amazing. He gave us, uh, 25 minutes of his time, which we definitely appreciate. We don't take that lightly. Um, and he has some interesting things to say about hip-hop in terms of how he sees it. And really the business side of it, too, was great. So definitely check that out. And then on the next episode, we have Danielson uh, on the on the podcast. It doesn't stop. We just It just doesn't stop. And then on uh, September 11th, right around the corner, we got Crime Apple. And I'm already seaming on my pants because that's my dude right there. <laughs> That's like, that's the, that's like, I know Sir Love, they got Fonte. I got Cram Apple. Like, it's gonna take a lot to knock him off my best of. A lot. Yeah. Not Big only time. They're all doing their thing. All They're of just them. They're so good. They're just really good dudes. Lyrically, super sound. And they have music that I, and I can't say this about music, I can listen to their albums and through and through and be happy and be satisfied they're working these boys are it's putting in so much work great listening experience not only for one listen for many listens so check out rome streets a uh, street pharmacy produced by pharma beats uh check out danielson's a uh, pressure cooker uh, produced by future wave a uh, bank camp exclusive so make sure you spend the money and get it he'll, he'll charge you 20 but it's worth it <laughs> and uh check out crime apple uh aguardiente Fantastic. You're not going to get the vinyl that's sold out. I, I tried. But uh, come check me out. I'll be at SOB's uh, September 11th. Hopefully, Sir Love Day. I don't know when you're coming in town, Kalina. That's bullshit. That's so much bullshit because I'm going to be there. Like the following week? I'm going to be there next week starting next Thursday to Sunday. Well, that's oh, not no. on the 11th, right? No, you're gone by before <laughs> that's the That's bullshit. You're gone. So... You know, extend it, get fired, do whatever you got to do. Uh, we'll, but Sir Lavey, we'll we'll be out there. You want to go with me? Yeah, we're gonna be in there. All right, <laughs> Sir, Sir Lavey, single. I am not, so I'll pass it off to him. Uh, saying that, Rome Street coming up next. Welcome back, Crush a Lot Podcast. I'm your boy Cheese, as always, with you, bringing you the exclusive stuff. And we had to reach out to one of our favorite. Um, wordsmith lyrical mastermind right now um we needed to go out and and put 
our audience onto them if you weren't on already. So thank everybody who's been checking out the playlist. If you've been on the playlist and you already know, he doesn't show up once. He show up twice. That's how good he huh. is. Uh, we're talking about yeah. Rome Streets. Rome Streets, how are you? Yo, yo, it was good. It was good. I'm chilling, man. Chilling. Man, thank you, for, back, man. Thank you for making Happy time to be on the Crush A Lot podcast. We greatly appreciate it. Um, like, like I just said, you're one of the up-and-coming talents right now with a very high level of storytelling and skill and finesse, but really mixed in with a lot of authentic New York boom bat storytelling. Uh, how did you how did you get into the game? Why did you decide to uh, do this? And how did you come up with your style? Because it doesn't seem like something you could just do. It, it seems like you have taken quite some time to really craft this. How did that came to come to be? Um, really, I, I always been I always been rapping since I was like a kid, a young kid. But um, I would say. Like, my style just came from, like, I, the way I rap is, like, the type of rap that I want to hear. You get what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I guess, like, if I wasn't a rapper, I'd listen to somebody who raps like me. Like, <laughs> that's the type of shit that I want to hear. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I don't know. Like, the shit just comes out like that, I guess. Like, I can't really say, like, like, all right, an artist that inspired me, like, from young, I would say it was like Cool G rap. Like the first time I probably ever heard Cool G rap was on like um, Fast Life with Nas. Like that's when he really like stood out to me, and I just like loved the way that he rhymed. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Like Cool G rap uh, when he dropped that album, it was around ninety three, ninety four, ninety five in the middle of the boom bat gritty New York era. That's Mob Deep Wu Tang. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, big pun And he dropped that album then And he was already established Way before that yeah, like, so, his, like his style was just so amazing to me Like how he just rhymed so many words In each bar And it was like That's like the type of rap that I like Like that type of rap style Was like some shit that I always liked So it's like that, That's something that I wanted to be able to do As my own rapper Like be able to just have that type of wordplay Because I feel like that that's like high level shit. You know what I'm saying? Like everybody can rap, but like not everybody can rap like that. You get what I'm saying? So it's 100%. like me me being able to do that. Like at first I used to just like try to rap like that. But then like now it just comes off naturally. You get what I'm saying? Like like I probably don't even know how to write a rhyme that's not like multi syllable or like like that, you get what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, it's so probably like that, for for me who doesn't like for me who doesn't rap. That just became me. For me who don't rap, it will take me forever just to do anything. <laughs> and you put in the work, and it now becomes effortless. But that's how it sounds yeah. like when I'm listening to it. Like especially off your newest project, which people could pre-order right now, uh, Street Pharmacy. Yeah. Um, so make sure yeah. you pre-order that before the vinyls come out. You know, once the vinyls are done, you're done. So you got to get them now. Um, it seems so effortless, and that's one of the things that I really, and especially the Crush a Lot audience, who was a lot more older, old school throwback audience, 
we really do like that kind of sour. Is it seems effortless, but we know that it's not. But it just seems so graceful. How did you? How did that idea of street pharmacy um, come to be? Produced by uh, Farm Beats because that came out. Um, it came out a little bit ago, but it just dropped on streaming, and we'll talk about that a little yeah. later. How um, how did that album come to be? Because it's a one of my favorite projects of the year. I would say, okay, so um, I just stumbled across Farmer, like on SoundCloud and shit. Like I heard some of his beats, and I just hit him up. I'm like, yo, you know, I liked I liked this one beat on his um on SoundCloud page, and I just like inquired about it. And then he heard my shit. I sent him, like, some of the older stuff that I had. And he's like, yo, this shit is really dope. And then he asked me, like, would I be interested in doing, like, a project with him? I'm like, yeah, sure. Like, fuck it. You know what I'm saying? Wow. So he was, he was working on his compilation album. And then he's like, yo, um, would, I, would, I do, would I do a song and a feature? I'm like, yeah, sure. So then I did that. And, like, the song that I did off, off that album... That shit just started catching like mad steam. Like, man, people just started fucking with me over of that Jimmy Jump track. Yes. And then he was like, yeah, hell yeah, let's do this album. So then he just started sending me beats back and forth. This shit, I probably started on that project in, um, I would say like last October. Cause like me, like I, you know, like a lot of artists, they, they like to drop shit like every fucking week or every month. Like, I like to really take my time with shit, like, because I, I just remember coming up, like, a rapper would drop an album one year, and then you won't hear another album from him from a whole nother year, but he's like, I've been working on this album for this long, so it's like, I like to take my time with shit, I, I'm not really, like, the type to, like, to rush it, so it took me, it took me a while to, to just, like, put that shit together, and then... It just it just came out naturally, like you know what street pharmacy. That's just like that. That's where the concept came, and then a lot of like a lot of that shit was taken just from like real life situations or shit that I was just going through at the time. So it's like that's what I kind of really put into it. Like yeah, what's going on it, in my it life? It really does sound. Day, it really does sound like you guys took your time, but there's a lot yeah, of yeah. the lyrical content. There's a lot to like siphon through. And you have to listen yeah. multiple times to really get a full scope of what's going on. But it's it's so it's riddled with a lot of obvious like uh, street stuff and and raw uh, gritty New York kind of slang and storytelling. But there's also an undertone of of hope. And if you push through uh, the environmental factors that come into our world, there's there's also some songs that really do push. In a more hopeful way, most of the songs, actually, yeah. all the songs do, but it it's 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 still laced in with this hope, which is probably not the word hip hop artists want to use a lot. Well, it's it's there. But it's real because my shit is basically just like you know, I'm somebody from the hood just trying to just trying to come up. You know what I'm saying, just trying to elevate my situation and take it from here to there. So it's like that's always just in my rhymes, like where where I envision myself to be. You know what I'm saying? So it's like when I write, it's coming from that perspective. Like, yeah, I'm here, but I'm aiming for here. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, I, like I, I and I appreciate that. Go throw that shit in. You know what I'm saying? Regardless of what I'm rapping about, it's like you. I always want to give you that, like, 
that passion with like, okay, I'm just trying to elevate. I'm not like, you know, just trying to be here amazing you with wordplay and shit. It's like, it's some real truth behind that shit. You know what I'm saying? So that's what I tried to like give off with that. And then it was at a point where it's like, okay, in a lot of like New York artists that you hear coming out, they're not really, they're not really rapping like this. You get what I'm saying? No, like everybody just kind of be like the pop star rapper with no fucking lyrical content. Like I, I just tried to be like, you know what? If everybody around me is going this way, I want to go this way. And then once I really started pushing in that direction, I started coming across a lot of artists that do the same thing as I do. You get what I'm saying? I have the same mentality. Like, you know what? Fuck that. We're not trying to be like, we're not trying to make pop music. We're trying to give you that real authentic hip hop that seems to be like dying. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. So like the peer group artists that, that I'm grouped in with, like, you know, just listening to them inspires me to, to keep, to keep going. You get what I'm saying? So yeah, like I hear stay you. on top of my game. I'm, I'm, I'm cool glad you said that wrong. Kind of, I'm glad you said it. We all kind of correspond with each other. Yeah, you know I, I, like, yeah, and I, like, and I appreciate, and I get that definitely from your records and a lot of the people within that circle. And I appreciate you saying that. You know, I grew up like a lot of people on the East Coast. You know, in the late '80s, um, definitely in the '90s style of hip hop. So we we just cut a different a different way. We're not saying we're better or worse. We're just saying we're cut a different way, and we like our hip hop a certain way. That's fine. We're yeah, not exactly. knock, we're not knocking what's going on here. Hip hop has grown to a place to have subgenres now, so you can have a new school yeah. stuff, and that's for you guys. But we grew up in a different era, so we need more meat on our bones, right? So yeah, I fell exactly. out of love of hip hop. Like in in the two thousands, I was not feeling hip hop at all, and I and yeah. the only people I only recently really really came back when Rome Sheets was out there. And then you have West Side Gun, and then you have Crime, App- Crime Apple, who I'm also a big fan of, really doing yeah. hip hop the way I love my hip hop being delivered. Yeah, um, saying that, the game has also been changed a lot by the how people monetize hip hop, and especially now it's different for independent cats like yourself. Because you have to find different ways to generate revenue for yourself. And I'm always mm-hmm. interested to talk to hip-hop artists like yourself. Like uh, Thank Fifth and V-Don, who like, they all have regular jobs too. Um, how is it on your side, when you how do you think about monetizing and creating revenues through these projects that you put out? Like, How does that work for you? Without doing too much of the details I know people are protective of that but like what's the Um, strategy I would say like somebody had told me a couple years ago like instead of just trying to be liked by everybody you know because people come out they want everybody to fuck with them it's like yo you could have 10 fans you get what I'm saying give them what they desire from you if you can just you got 10 people that fuck with you Give them exactly what they want. And then that 10 people will turn to 20 people. And that 20 people will turn to 30 people and so on. And it's like, a lot of times you be on SoundCloud and, you know, like, rappers just release music on SoundCloud all day, all day because they just want to see 
a bunch of numbers. But then my friend was like, you know what? Like, you could be chasing these numbers on SoundCloud that don't really amount to anything substantial, or you could just try to sell them a product. At the end of the day, as a rapper, as an artist, you're a business. You get what I'm saying? But if you, like, if you're a rapper, you, you're selling art. So at the end of the day, see if you can sell some of it. You get what I'm saying? Like, see if you could just, see if people will buy it from you. And then just continue from there. So then one day I was like, you know what? Fuck it. Let me just try to sell my music instead of just giving it away on the internet for free. And then shit just started moving. You get what I'm saying? Like, for I feel sure. like every time, I, every project that I do, it kind of it kind of grows. But it's like, fuck it. You get what I'm saying? Because it costs money to even make this shit. So it's like, yes. hey, why can't I? Why can't I sell it? You get what I'm saying? Like, do I have to actually just get a a million dollar contract to be able to sell my music or can I just do it from here? You get what I'm saying? Once I, I figured you. that out, I was like, you know what, fuck it. Like, at the end of the day, Rome Street is a business. Rome Street is a store. So it's like, fuck it. I got product. There, and then, you know, people who have support me, support me. There's a nice shift and, and going that's on. That's how that shit just comes to, that's how it just comes out. Yeah, there's you a nice shift saying? going on right now and I'm going to plug the pre-order, get the pre-order right now for the vinyl for Street Pharmacy. I guarantee you, you're going to have a good time with that and it's one of the records you definitely want in your collection. I know I pre-ordered so I'm definitely getting mine and I'm exact and very excited <laughs> about it. But it's great to see physical physical records and cassettes and CD market come back up. Um, that gives more more revenue for the artist, so you know that's always a good thing. Um, and streaming sites are really only good if you make a certain amount of streams. But within the yeah. atmosphere that we hover, we're not gonna really put. The, we're not gonna get the streams that way to really yeah, make gotta, a significant. You gotta be in the, the half a million to million. Yeah. You gotta be there to really like really substantially off the strings yeah. so it's like selling physical copies you know it's, it's really like cause the way we rap it's like it's, it's all it's all nostalgia you get what I'm saying Yeah. so it's like you kinda gotta give you kinda gotta cover every base when it comes to that cause before there was the internet people used to go out to the record store and buy the album you get what I'm and, saying and be and choosy like, I look at it like you this. had to be picky I look at it like this if the internet crashed tomorrow, 95% of people that make music, all their music would be gone. So it's like, you know what? Like, I actually want my my fans, my supporters to actually own the shit. Because the internet could go at any time and then you probably never hear another record from your favorite artist because they don't release physical. You get what I'm saying? So it's yeah. like, fuck it. Like, I'd rather, like, have them own the shit. The, the, you know what I'm there's also like, a trend, um, and let me see if you agree with this. Um, I, I do have an Apple Music subscription, hence why the playlist is there. I mostly use it to hear things, and if I like it, I will buy the physical or buy the digital version. I'm a big supporter of giving the artist my money versus the streams. Especially because yeah. Apple takes like thirty five percent of it anyway, and then and then yeah, uh, exactly. Bandcamp takes another twenty, and then they take merch sales, whatever it is, whatever. That's the storefront business of it. But the, well, I, it, I like Bandcamp though. I like Bandcamp too. But the my point is like back in the days when I was making like five fifty an hour, 
I would be very, very particular on what albums I would buy because I had a limited yeah. amount of money and those albums I took care of and I nurtured it and it hit me different because I didn't have access to music the way we have it now. So if a Joey yeah. Badass drops an album that's phenomenal, it's trumped because Jay-Z followed up with an album the week before. So it's not mm -hmm. about buying anymore. It's like making sure you're up with what the, whatever comes out recently. But back in the days, the you can have Midnight Marauder and Wu-Tang, and then you have to wait till the next classic album comes out and not just... Just get everything because you don't. It's you pay ten dollars, ten dollars, and you could just siphon. It doesn't stay with you as long anymore because you're getting fast food. It's fast money. It's fast music. And what I like about your generation is that you're not giving us that fast music. You're giving us this. You you're gonna. This is what we're offering, and this is what we're worth. And I like that idea better, and I hope everybody wins in that. But I gotta say, I gotta give a shout out to Fourth Disciple, a legendary Wu Tang producer. He's the one who actually yeah. put me onto Rome Street. He, he put it on his what? Instagram. <laughs> he did. I, I, I use That's social dope. media to discover artists because we need. To, and it's a good place to find it from people. So I follow like Fourth Disciple and DJ Mugs and things like yeah. that, just to be on top of what they're doing. And he put up maybe like a year ago. You put up a post, uh, uh, one of your videos. I'm like, let me go check this out. And I was like, oh, yeah, oh, oh yeah. God. And I was Looking, like, um, I got, I got, I'm doing some shit with um, Math from Wu Tang right oh, now. We, don't, we even, couple, don't even tell me that records. because the Wu Tang's, the Wu Tang speaks to my heart, Rome. That's like my kids' yeah, heels, man. I grew, man. I grew up on Wu Tang, so it's like when I actually got connected with them, that was just like a dream come true. So it's like, yeah, I definitely, definitely got some work coming out with them. I'm actually in one of their videos. Like the first video of their last album, I'm in that shit. Oh, look at that. Like, How it works out. Yeah. That, that's great. Oh, oh I, I still, I yeah. Got, I definitely got some work coming out with them you can look out for in the near future. Great. For, um, what would be... I ask this to all the audience members. If anyone's listening to this show... Uh, if you you already know what I'm going to ask, I ask everybody because it's not a common question. I'm not tr I'm not trolling you. I, I promise you. Um, I when I had Stu Bangers on and V Don and and Thank Fifth um, and Bam Beats, I asked them all the same question. I got different answers. If okay. you would if you would describe if you would pick one beat in the in the in the pantheon of hip hop, any beat you want from the pantheon of hip hop. That best describes your lovemaking style. Which beat would you pick? <laughs> wait, wait. If I was to pick any beat, <laughs> any from beat hip hop, and it describe my lovemaking style. So pick a beat um, that you feel like this beat right here is how I make love, and boom, you throw that beat on. So like Dang Fifth, he put like uh, Shook Ones by Mob Deep because that's how he's gonna leave the lady. I would say fucking. Dream from Wu Tang. Woo! That that's a hard that's, song, but the sample is very melodic. Yeah, yeah, that's like one of my favorite beats of all time. Like, cause it just I don't know. Like, you know, all right. There's a certain beats that came out that's like, yo, it doesn't even need words. I could just listen to the instrumental all day. 
You get what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like sometimes the beat comes out and it's not complete without the rap on it. That beat doesn't even need the rap. It just sounds like it's just amazing. You get what I'm saying? It's yeah. melodic. It has a lot of feeling. It's like, you understand what I'm saying? Like the, the passion behind it. It's like everything. It's, you could you could hear the emotion with the sample, the fucking drums. All of that is just like perfect. So and, and Cream that got that for you. Stuff. Yeah, yeah. Now keep that in your mind next time you're in, in, in doing the mattress mambo. You have cream in the background, <laughs> um, and that's a testament to RZA because RZA, RZA yeah, at that time in that five year span was like untouchable, and the way he yeah, split up yeah. samples. But I really think that uh, with Street Pharmacy, Pharma um, really did something really really special. I mean, the first track just bangs so hard but it's also like very eerie um it's this yeah. it makes like this the there's there's definitely songs that are melodic and soulful but then but it's mixed with this haunting eerie like look over your shoulder kind of vibe that i just yeah. ate up and and then with the lyrical mastery over it, it was a great combination so kudos to you if anybody checking out the show haven't heard Street Pharmacy you can get it right now at Apple Music but if you listen to the conversation check it out either there Spotify wherever but then take the $10 buy the digital or pre-order the physical um I'm guaranteeing you're gonna it'll be an album you're gonna enjoy for a long time. Um, and look also at the back catalog. Follow us on Crush a Lot Podcast everywhere. Shout out to my co-hosts who aren't here, but thinking of you guys, Kalina and Sir Love Day. Rome Streets, right here. Crush a Lot Podcast, one of the best MCs of 2018. We'll see where it goes for the next couple of months as we get closer to the end of the year. It's definitely right there in contention for album of the year. More surprises. More surprises. What do you have around the corner? Anything else coming out around the corner? Always. Um, anything else I got around the corner? Yeah, yeah I got. I got a couple more more projects that I that I'm working on. I wouldn't say they're finished, but they're like eighty five percent done. But it's like you know, like I've been getting so much like just acclaim from this street pharmacy shit. I kind of just wanted to rock. I don't want to yeah, overshadow it. it. With, with new music because it's like one thing about it it's like people are discovering it every day so it's like I, I don't want to just move on to the next thing because this I've been getting such a great reception from it I kind of just want I want to I want to let it live you get what I'm saying I want to yeah. do a couple more videos for it I want to um yeah I just I just wanted to live a little longer because no, I agree as soon as you put something else out, people are on to the next thing. So I just I, I want them to keep I want them to keep talking with this. You know what I'm saying because it's, this is like even with me, I listen to that shit a lot. You get what I'm saying? Just like because sometimes I get to a point where I hear music and it's not like I listen to it with an outside ear, not like critiquing it because it's me. Sometimes I just let it play and it's just like yo, this shit is really dope. Or, like, sometimes I catch it, like, damn, I really said that. Like, that shit was fire. So, it's like, uh, I'm a fan of my own shit, so I, I want this shit to rock. Like, yeah, you know I, I, I think that's wise, and I, I hope people take the time to just listen to any type of music. If you're spending that much time with music, take your time to really enjoy it. Don't move on from it. Rome Street, I yeah, appreciate your time. I appreciate your your efforts and the and 
and everything you're doing right now for hip hop. We wish you nothing but success here at the Crush A Lot podcast, and we'll definitely be uh, putting the word out there that you should be copying street. Thank pharmacy you, and Thank everything that Rome Street has been doing and as soon as you do some type of collaboration with Crime Apple I'll be ready to die and I'll be happy um, that my that my, coming. my I actually got a, a joint with him on Smooth new album oh I'm dying my it two is. favorite now, MCs September September 10th it's me Crime Apple and Smooth you can check that out oh on the, off the album. new Smooth album yeah, oh, with Gallo Point. I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get some you know, right? You're right, Street. That's right, September 10th. You got um, Smooth and Gallo Point dropping part yeah, two. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that, they're going to take my money with that yeah, one, too. Oh, they're going to leave me broke. Me, me and Crime we talked, so we're we going to get some more work in. Yeah, I'm going to see. I'm actually going to see him September 11th at SOBs. Okay. So yeah, if you're yeah. going to. I might even be there. Well then, so you know what? I'm gonna keep this number. I'll be like, where are you? I got stuff for you. Um, anyway, Rome Street, yo. Hopefully, we catch you down the road. Uh, if you're checking out the show for the first time, thank you so much. We appreciate it. Subscribe at iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher Radio, uh, Podbean, soon to be on Spotify. They're very picky, very picky. Um, uh, you can. Shout out to everybody who steals our feed and then recycles it back on your platform. I absolutely don't care. We shout you out for doing that. You could have asked for permission. Would have been nice, but it's all good. Uh, check <laughs> us out at Crush A Lot Podcast everywhere. Crush A Lot Cheese over on Twitter. Uh, you could catch Calzingas over on Twitter and Sir Love Day everywhere. Catch Rome Streets with a Z, not a S, a Z at the end. Um, and follow him on Twitter. And uh, thank you for your time. And we catch everyone on the next episode. Peace. No doubt, bro. Thank you. Thank you for having me.